get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. A big game is being played tonight, and it feels like nobody's talking about it. The Blues are taking on the Avs on ESPN, and you'll hear it right here on 101 ESPN on the Blues Radio Network. Uh, starting at 7.30 will be your pregame coverage with our guy Alex Ferrario. We will have puck drop for you coming up at 8.30. But right now we're going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by our Blues Insider for the Athletic. He's Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on the show. Jer, what's going on, man? Not too much. Just getting ready for this preview of the second round matchup. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But really, <laughs> we'll maybe, maybe what are you looking for in this one, Jr.? You've got the Abs who are resting seemingly everybody. They've lost four straight, and nobody's worried about them. The Blues who are on this crazy point streak. But other than kind of home ice advantage in the first round, there's not a whole lot to play for right now. What are you actually looking for in this game? Yeah, that's the biggest thing. It's the home ice advantage against uh, Minnesota. And, you know, they have Arizona tonight. They've got their three uh, last games are, are all at home. Of course, the Blues are tonight on the road, and then we'll wrap up with uh, Vegas on Friday. And the Blues need to win both games, honestly, uh, to, to have a chance at that uh, second place and the home ice advantage. You know, then Minnesota would have to get five out of six points in those three games uh, to, to have a chance. So, you know, I think that uh, that's the biggest thing, but you know, it, things aren't going well for Colorado right now. They've lost four in a row. You know, I've talked to some people around here and they're kind of coasting to the finish line. They've got some guys out ranting and sick, you know, Landis will be back before the playoffs. Taves is out with an injury. Uh, so they've been struggling some, some issues with the Colorado team. So uh, I think the biggest thing is that you're playing good hockey heading into uh, the playoffs and the blues are doing that right now. JR, we found out Chris Kerber, or from Chris Kerber on the broadcast Saturday, what Craig Berube's plan is for the goaltending the rest of the way. Bennington expected to play tonight. Ville Husso expected to play on Friday, and Berube kind of alluded to the fact he didn't want Husso sitting around for a long time in between Tuesday and the playoff game. Does that pretty much solidify for you that Husso is starting, and is it the right decision? Yeah, I think it does, uh, you know, point that direction that Huso be your starter. They they did play Bennington back-to-back games. And for one second, you think, hey, are they trying to, to see if he's got it before they make that decision? Uh, but I think when they mapped out these last few games, they did want Huso to play that last game against Vegas. So you give back-to-backs to Jordan Bennington. Uh, so tonight we'll see him against uh, Colorado. And then you'll see Huso on Friday against Vegas. And, and that's the key, uh, like Craig Bruby has probably indicated. Uh, you don't want Billy Huso sitting four or five days prior to playing game one against Minnesota. And I think it is the right decision. I think uh, he deserves it. He's earned it. He's the goalie that's been making the stops this year. 
And the situation is this. If you've got a Huso who's been good all year sitting on your bench while you start Jordan Bennington just kind of on the premise that he's been there before and he can win some games in the playoffs, well, what if he doesn't have it turned around completely? He's looked really good the last stretch. He's won his last five games. But I don't think that anybody can guarantee that he's truly back. So I think you got to go with your best. They're going to do that, it looks like, with Billy Huso. And then they've got a Jordan Bennington on the bench who's been playing well if they need him. JR, what are you expecting the fourth line to look like over the final two games and then once we get into the playoffs? Well, I wrote about it a couple of days ago, and I, I wrote about it because they've looked really good. I like that combination of uh, Logan Brown and, uh, and Dakota Joshua, and then you have Nathan Walker on that side. But they had to make some room for Tyler Bozak. He came off the LTIR, and so they sent Dakota Joshua down. Do we see Joshua come back? I think we probably do at some point. But, guys, listening to Tyler Bozak say that he feels uh, really good coming back from that groin tear, listening to Craig Bruby talk about the experience he brings, I think there's a, a possibility that, that he's in that game one lineup if he continues to progress and, and knock the rest off these next couple games. So we'll see. So, uh, you know, at this point, you know, if I had to say it, it looks like Bozak would be in that lineup unless something were to change between now and then. Jer, we had this conversation yesterday, and of course, Jordan Kyrou's kind of had an up and down career, season since the All Star break, and we talked about how nece- how ne- necessary it is to have Kyrou playing at his peak in the playoffs. Do you feel like it's necessary to have Kyrou playing that way, or can they get by if he's not playing at his best? No, I think this is going to be a tough matchup. Any way you look at it, uh, we, we look at Minnesota. I think they're going to come and, and play physical. We've seen the Blues. Uh, lift their uh, physicality here lately, especially Ivan Barbashev. But what the Blues have won with this year is a ton of skill, and Jordan Kyrou's been a big part of that. So can they win a series where Jordan Kyrou has one or two goals and doesn't show up like people know he can? Yeah, they can win that, but it's going to be a heck of a lot easier if this guy's you know playing the way he can. And, and it isn't necessarily the scoring. As we've seen, they've got plenty of guys who can pick up the scoring when guys aren't going right. But it's the errors. It's the mistakes. If Jordan Kyrou overskates a puck or turns it over in the D zone like he did the other night, you know, it could be 3-1 Minnesota, and then the Blues are down one game in that series. So, you know, he just can't have those types of mistakes. If he does that, he could cost them. Jared, the most surprising Blues performance this year has been by who? To me, it's got to be Tarasenko. And even though, you know, I spoke to his doctor prior to the season, and he said that, uh, he said that uh, he was healthy and ready to go and, and motivated. I don't think there's anybody that could have predicted 34 goals, you know, 82 points. That's a career high in points, 48 assists. You know, we could talk about Robert Thomas. He has definitely taken that step. You know, I'm not trying to you know, toot the horn, but I felt like going into the season, you could see that from him this year. You know, he had that potential. It was just a matter of reaching it. So, you know, you could look at this and, and say Thomas, but it, to me, it's Tarasenko. Look, nobody wanted to sniff Tarasenko in a trade. Nobody wanted him. Any one of those teams that were in discussions with uh, Doug Armstrong or thought about trading for Vladimir Tarasenko, none of them would have expected 82 points out of him this season. So to me, he's been the most impressive, surprising, however you want to look at it. Jer, help clear up this confusion for me because the Blues have been playing like one of the best teams in the National Hockey League. They've scored one of the top scoring teams in the National Hockey League. And yet I see nobody talking about Craig Berube as the Jack Adams Award winner winner for the best coach. Why is that? Yeah, it's it's probably a combination of things, you know, just off the top of my head, you know, they probably feel like he had had the team had uh had the, the, the depth up front, uh, the scoring, you know, but, you know, it's one thing to say that you have that depth. It's another thing to coach it 
and make sure that all the egos get put aside and everybody's, you know, getting their points and feeling happy about things, you know, mixing up the line combinations when they need to be, things like that. So it is a lot to manage. It is a lot to coach, even though you come into the season with that type of roster. I think he's done a remarkable job. You know, I think all the coaches, all the teams that have dealt with uh, the schedule and the COVID issues, you know, probably deserve a little uh, tip of the cap there. Uh, but, you know, if he's not getting it nationally, you know, I've just come to understand over the years that that's just what, that's just what happens. Uh, but certainly we in St. Louis know what kind of job they've done. Final question that I've got for Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. You should follow him on Twitter. He's at J.P. Rutherford. Uh, J.R., we talked about this last week with Greg Wyshynski of ESPN, but I wanted to get your thoughts on it because as of today, Colorado is the top points percentage team in the Western Conference. Minnesota is number two. The Blues are fourth, but right behind Calgary by percentage points because Calgary has played uh, one fewer game than the Blues have. It's entirely possible the Central Division will have the top three teams in the West in points by the end of the season. Do you think the NHL should or will give consideration to going with the one through eight format in the playoffs in the near future? I think they need to. Will they? You know, I don't know. I don't think so. If I had to give you an answer, you know, they seem pretty, uh, you know, stuck on on when they make a change. You know, they don't want to go back on it. Uh, I do think the one to eight is more fair. You know, I think if you break it down uh, and look at what the matchups would be one through eight heading into the Western Conference playoffs uh, this year, you know, I think it looks a lot more fair than the Blues playing Minnesota in the first round. You know, it does create some intrigue. It creates some great first-round matchups. You know, I get it. But don't we want those types of matchups to be towards the end of the playoffs in the third and obviously the fourth round? So, uh, I don't know. It just seems like with everything the NHL's done in the past that I've witnessed, you know, they don't like to go back on things and sort of admit that they've uh, made a mistake. Jared, final one I wanted to ask you, and we've yep. heard David Perron talk about how, in his mind, he'd like to see the team start on the road in the playoffs. And we've heard Craig Berube talk about the importance of home ice advantage. How important do you feel like home ice advantage is going to be in the first round against Minnesota? I think it's going to be a really big. I think it's going to be big. That's a hard place to play. For anybody who hasn't been to that Excel Energy Center in uh, Minnesota, you know, they bring it. And especially with the, the uh, improvement that Billy Guerin's made with that team, you know, a couple of years ago they were, they were good, but I don't think anybody up in Minnesota felt like they were ready to make that push and play a couple rounds in the playoffs. I think they feel like they're there this year. And so that place is going to be rocking for game one. And, you know, I understand where David Braun's coming from. You start on the road, you put your head down, and you go. It kind of zeroes you in a little bit better. Uh, but I think for all purposes that the Blues are concerned with, they've played great at home. Of course, they've played great on the road here lately, 9-0-1 in their last 10. So they're capable of going up to Minnesota and beating that team. But I think uh, if you had your choice, you have to pick Enterprise Center. He's Jeremy Rutherford. Find his great work over at The Athletic. JR, we appreciate the time as always, man. Enjoy the game tonight. Anytime, boys. Thanks a lot.